John, can we be honest? Of, of course, always. Okay, sometimes the Bible is really confusing and it has a lot of like really out there stories. It really does. You know, coming up on the next episode, we're going to be talking and reading about one of those stories. Welcome, 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 my friend. Wow. Three welcomes. It seems like a little bit of overkill. No way. Our audience is the best. Uh, funny you should say overkill. Can a kind of timely hint into our story today, don't you think? Ugh, John, you're always looking for hints. Of course I am. Of course I am. If you, if you make everything an adventure or treasure hunt, your days are going to be a lot more fun. And fun is one, right? <laughs> I could not have <laughs> said it better myself. Fun yes. is one. Okay, well... Before we get too far along, my name yep. is Brayden, and I'll let our resident pro host introduce himself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My, my name is John Drabert, and <laughs> Brayden, what's with the air quotes around pro host? Seems like you're implying something? Yeah, uh, I think I'll just let that be another hint. Ugh. <laughs> All really? right, moving along, before that hint settles in, today we are talking about a story <laughs> that honestly confuses me. Uh, yes, there are some very strange things going on. But we'll see uh, as we continue to go through the book facts, it gives reason for the story. It helps us understand the whole larger narrative. Yeah, I hope so. Because right now the narrative feels like a treasure map that has some burnt holes in it and some folded corners <laughs> and some creases. And I yeah. do not know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's all go through it together. Okay. And we'll see where we land. Sound good? Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds great. Okay. Our story brings us to Acts chapter 4, verses 32 to chapter 5. Verses 11. All right. And the first bit of this story is quite interesting. It really gives us an overview of how the growth of the church, you know, is just taking off because mm. of the work of the disciples, in, specifically in them sharing the story of Jesus. Yeah. It talks about like a bunch of people coming together, big crowds, and they're all in like this really cohesive unity. The church is like, as the kids would say, the church is really vibing. Ooh. Yeah. That means unity. No? Yeah, I think so. Kind of? I mean, that's what I... Vibing. You know, like, hmm. if we're vibing, we're, like, on the same page. I get it. Not really. <laughs> but I do understand unity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also mentions how... And this is the crazy part. This is where maybe they're vibing. They're vibing. Vibing. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. You said it like a 40-year-old man. Fine. Perfect. That's all I needed. Uh, it mentions how people are selling everything they own um which is pretty pretty crazy if you think about it they, they they were gifting the money from their the sale of their property and all sorts of things to the disciples to help them continue to grow the church it's it's pretty unbelievable stuff and really honestly pretty cool yeah it it's like weird yet really neat you know nifty if you will Nifty, hey? Uh, <laughs> never thought I'd hear you say that word, but yeah. uh, why would you say so nifty? Vibing and nifty in the same podcast. We're, we're broadening our audience, yeah, obviously. Old, <laughs> really broadening, yes. <laughs> okay, just, well, this is why it's nifty. Imagine, <laughs> imagine this. A, a world where people like, had so little compared to you know, today's standards and quality of life. They had a lot less than us, you know? Yeah. Um, Yet they're so transformed by the message and, and so supportive of the message of the disciples, you know, that the disciples were spreading, that they wanted to be a part of it. Like they had hmm. to be a part of it. Um, 
And so they wanted to see it continue. So they sold everything. Yeah. You know, they sold livestock and land and important items to them and their shoes and just everything. So getting back on our topic for today, yeah. uh, I do actually relate to the word nifty far better than vibing. Yeah. I generationally can see Which that is on you. kind of <laughs> weird. Anyway, good story today. I like that you said getting back to our topic and then went to our side topic. Oh, not right. To our I topic. see. Yeah. Uh, they were selling everything and I would totally agree with, with your comments man. there. I, I think this points out, Brayden, yeah. that the, the transition in people's hearts that mm. were, was happening. Like they really wanted to be a part of what God was about. Yeah. And, and from what they once thought was, you know, they once thought these things were valuable, their land, their possessions, and life-giving. Uh, and then now they knew what the truth was. Right. Um, what Christ taught, that all of that is really of not much, not mm. much earthly value. Would, yeah, wor- uh, worldly possession. Yeah. Yeah. And so they weren't about that anymore. Okay, so I, I do get that. I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm mowing what you're growing. Mm. But I cannot really wrap my head around this type of thing. Like, okay, I would, a moment of honesty, as yep. you said, we could always be. Um, yep. I'd love to say that if I felt this type of need or call, that I could sell everything. Great. But <laughs> time out, hold on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like, <gasps> I, I want to think about it. And I want to say it. But then I so quickly go to like how inconvenient things would be. Imagine it. Selling your cars, selling your phone, your watch. You wouldn't know what time it was. You wouldn't be able to take pictures. You sold your home. Are you sleeping outside? Are you sleeping, mm. like, sleeping at friends? Like what do you do? Like it, life would be really hard. It would be hard. It, and at the same time, it would have been like you just got to kind of put yourselves in their shoes for a bit. And right. It would have been an amazing experience to experience the excitement of this type of, mm-hmm. of vibing, yeah. of this type of unity, right? Uh, this, was, this was so early on in the, in the beginnings of the church, um, the gathering of the people and, and the passion of the crowds. I, I do think that you and I and, and others would have been caught up in the, in the moment and, mm. and it would have been contagious. Totally. I think I think that's important to to mention that it's it wasn't just one person yeah. selling everything like they were doing this collectively yeah and, and which would have made it easier in some yeah regard. and the unity of it would have been like we're in this together and so what is hard for one person to do is maybe a little easier with a bunch of people supporting that and and, and they were doing it to take care of the disciples yeah. and and the and the church yeah it's I mean you know they saw their own lives be transformed they saw the truth and yeah. and they wanted to share that with others which is the contagious part and we actually see that happen all the time here at camp that's kind of what we're all about yeah th- that that's a really good point to make even though this is an old story yeah happened a long time ago there's still so much relevance and importance in it today and we can learn and grow from it like as if it was just maybe a few weeks ago yeah we see that all the time with campers and staff come back year mm-hmm. after year because they're so excited for what happened in their life and to share that with other people. Yeah. Those kids were vibing. <laughs> they they <laughs> were. It's a very good reminder yes. that it's, like sometimes it does feel like um, with the history of the Bible that we have to somehow fill in these pieces because of like this massive time gap. Right. But, you know, we can actually take our lessons straight 
from scripture and straight mm. from the Bible because you don't have to change it to apply. That's why the Bible is so beautiful. That's what's so great about the living word is it just actually there is so much relevance just in today. Yeah, it, it is super relevant. And the story continues, but it gets more specific and drew, introduces two people, a couple, a married couple, Ananias and Sapphira. So they were vibing. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm starting to not understand what that word means anymore. <laughs> they were in unity. Oh, married. yes, they were married. <laughs> yes. See what I did there? Yeah. Okay, so yes, they were a married couple, and much like many of the other families, decided to sell some land. Yes, yes, they did. But in Scripture, it makes note that they decided to sell some land rather than all of their land. Hmm. And rather than donating all the money to the disciples, they gave some to the disciples and kept some of the money for themselves. Yeah, and the importance here is that unlike all of the others bound together in this, in this unity, in this faith and trust, giving everything and holding nothing as their own, Ananias and Sapphira, well, they, they did not give everything. They mm. actually kept quite a, quite a lot for themselves. But wanted, they wanted to come across as though they had, well, given everything, mm. which, you know, that's, that's not cool. No. So Ananias and Sapphira then only giving a small portion, but kind of giving it at the same time as everybody else might have, you know, been coming across as giving everything. Like, like oh, they're just like kind of swept up in the motion of everything and they blended in. And so they were really, it was an act of deception against yeah, they wanted to Everybody. be part of the group without the sacrifice. Yeah. Right? Mm. They were, in short, Braden, they were lying. And, and they were ultimately deceiving the people Big, around them. Liars. Pardon me? Big, fat liars. I don't know if they were fat, but they were liars. <laughs> they were liars, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and they were deceiving the people around them, right? Mm. And, and trying... Yeah, they were trying to, at least. Yeah. Maybe not successfully. Yeah, so here then, the story continues and we see... As John was saying, they were trying to deceive everyone around them because Peter, who was one of the disciples, you know, kind of sharing Jesus's message at the time, he was pretty quick to, to jump on this. He mm -hmm. is one of my favorite persons to, per, people to read about in Acts because he's like, no holds barred. Like just... Yep. He just says it like it is. Yeah. Yep. And, and I love it because he had the, we talked about last week, his like kind of redemption arc where he mm. like, you know... Um, denied Jesus and now gets to really defend him in some like awesome ways. Yeah. Love it. Peter's mm. my type of guy. Um, so he catches them or catches on to this lie quite quickly. So, so question. Yes. Do you think like Peter had some insider information via the Holy Spirit mm. or some other way? I would say probably the Holy Spirit. I, I would say like the Holy Spirit comes with, there's like gifts of the Spirit and, you know, kind of discernment and mm. wisdom. He might've been able to sense like the um, genuineness right. of Ananias and Sapphira mm. compared to everybody else. Right. You know, I think yeah. there would have been something different because they weren't sacrificing in the same way or... Maybe, maybe being able to read their body language yeah, a bit. Yeah, kind okay. of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, read, let me read a little bit of uh, this story. Okay. So then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? 
And after was sold, after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. See, Peter, straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't hold anything back. No. So that so then Ananias, after hearing this, dies. He falls down and takes his last breath. This is crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, it's not like Peter said you're gonna die. It's nope. just all of a sudden Peter's done talking and Ananias is no more he's not living anymore. Yeah. It's unbelievable, actually. It is. And Ananias didn't even have time to answer the question. Which nope. is like kind of goes to the point of hey, Peter called him out. He didn't have to answer. It yeah, was, he, Peter knew. Yeah, yeah. And and besides, the question did seem a little rhetorical. Yeah, yeah. It, so okay, so then this is here where it starts to get really kind of confusing for me, or okay. maybe maybe I feel a little more baffled. Yep. Sapphira, okay. Then, Who's, who? Sapphira is yeah, the wife. Is the wife? Yeah. Ananias. Ananias is dead um so not long long after this she goes to peter and then peter asks uh similarly about the scenario yeah and this was only happening just so we know like a few hours apart yeah from ananias being questioned and she was still unaware of the status the status of her husband yeah which was no more yeah yeah she then continues the lie that you know, she and her husband had agreed upon. So they'd both like kind of co-conspired right. to this lie. And she mentioned, you know, the selling of the land and, you know, for a certain price to which Peter again catches as a lie rather quickly. Yeah. And then, so in Acts chapter five, verse nine, Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out also. Like, this is like, all of a sudden, Peter is like, hey, you're going to die. You're, he's predicting a death. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's like... A little more baffling. That's a little more baffling. And then she falls down and dies. Like, the story is bonkers ah, to me. <laughs> totally bonkers. It just, it just, this is where it seems... Here's John, this is the hint. This is where it seems like overkill, pun intended. <laughs> they were not vibing. They were not vibing. It, like, truthfully, though, like, it does seem over the top or some something like that like i don't i don't know like it just yeah. seems like a like to extreme extreme yeah and like, i i can get how it would feel that we've way. both lied yeah and have not died because of it correct see which i'm quite <laughs> grateful for yes um it does seem like a major consequence but let's break it down together right okay so they work together to lie. That's Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah. They work together to lie. But more than lying, it was to appear as though they were in vibing with the group. They were in unity with the group. Right. Which they weren't. And that, you know, they, they wanted to have appear that they had sold everything right. like the rest of the group. Had sacrificed the, the same. S- significant sacrifice, which they had not. They wanted their hearts to appear hmm. more generous, more uh, committed than it, right. they act, than it actually was. They attempted to deceive God, ultimately, in their lie, which is, I don't know how you're going to deceive God. Yeah. Like, all-knowing. So there was a, there was a lot of, uh, 
There's a lot going on. A big word, but hubris. Ooh, which yeah. means? Um, like, it's kind of like a, like you think super highly of yourself. Mm. So, so not humorous. Not humorous. Hubris. Hubris. You That's know, a good word. Yeah. So, I don't think I've used that word before. <laughs> they, they really tried to gain accolade and, and praise from their community. Almost yeah. to, to say, not only are they part of the community, but like, really, they had to think highly of themselves, the hubris, because they're thinking like they could deceive God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. P- pretty arrogant. Yes. You know, there is a ton of hypocrisy in what they did, especially when you consider that you know, this portion of scripture is speaking of a group of believers. Right. So they had known or heard of the story of Jesus through the disciples and still, and still they chose to sin. Right. Which then leads to the consequence of that sin being their death. Bonkers. (laughs) Bonkers. Okay. It is, it's making more sense. It, it wasn't simply about the lie that one kind of you know lie of the scenario there's a lot more going on underneath the surface there's a lot of layers yeah. to what they were doing okay so here's a layer do you think that if they had sold part of their land mm-hmm. and gave only a part of the money as they did mm-hmm. but were honest saying hey peter uh we're not quite ready to give everything yet because well we're still wrestling about all of this, but mm-hmm. here's a portion of it. W- w- what then? What do you think would have happened? Like, it's not because they didn't give everything. No. It's because no, they I lied. Think, I, yeah, I think they would have been... I mean, there would have been con- continuation of their life, I would assume, and there'd be conversation around that and people talking about God and who and, he and, is. And, and maybe wrestling with, yeah. you know, God as provider and... yeah. And, and they would have done that openly with people. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said earlier in the podcast, I would have a hard time giving up everything. <laughs> yeah. Right? And yeah. so like I would also have to openly wrestle with that. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure basically everybody would have. Yeah. That'd be a hard thing to be yeah. called to. You know, sometimes what's going on beneath the surface yeah. uh, or, or deeper, it's, that's what seems... To have a lot to do with the consequence right. of what's going on. The consequence isn't just because of the surface level part no. of whatever's going on. No, it's because of what's going on in our heart. Yeah. Yeah. We see yeah. that a lot in scripture. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That does, it makes sense. It's a little less confusing now. Perhaps not less intense. Oh, still very intense. <laughs> still very intense. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not pl- played it, playing out that story. No, but it does time. make more sense. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. So with that in mind. Yes. How, what do you figure our takeaway is for today? Uh, the story's working, uh, has a lot of working parts. Yeah. You know, we often see some of these parts working out. So what is one thing that we can focus on to learn from? Right. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to do with the whole story, but just a part of it, maybe. Yeah, this I, is one of those stories. It's a hard one to think. Because what do you of want all us the, to learn, God? Because of all the parts, there, we could learn several things yeah. from this story. Yeah. Like, so don't lie. <laughs> oh, big one. Yeah. yeah. If Peter is walking towards you, trying to confront you with something, run away because <laughs> <laughs> be honest with Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I will. I'll point out kind of what stood out to me and we'll go with that for today. Okay. Okay. So what stood out to me is actually not much about Ananias and Sapphira. It's actually more about the 
opposite of them or the crowd being able to hold everything so lightly. Hmm. That's interesting. So, I don't know. Explain yourself. Go on. <laughs> okay. So, the people, the group who were able to do so, hold everything lightly, were, were able to really bless the disciples to help the ministry that was so important to them that it, you know, changed their life for the better. And, and they loved seeing their lives changed and, and other people's lives changed. And I, I think I connect with that because of what mm. we do here at camp. It's, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. It's amazing. It, it's life-changing. So those who weren't able to do, hold everything like, lightly, like Ananias and Sapphira, what's, what's with that? Yeah, so those who weren't able to hold things lightly, well, you know, I think this is where the consequence comes in. I mean, not just about not holding the things lightly, but the deception of it. You know, I think Ananias and Sapphira had trouble recognizing the sovereignty and the strength and the provision of God, you know, a, a tr- trusting in God. They lied to him, they lied to his people, and they tried to hold on to their worldly possessions and objects. Yeah, like through greed, dishonesty, and hypocrisy, they died. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, and then even today, as we said earlier, it seems like, you know, we're still unwilling to let these things go. We're still unwilling to let, to hold on to things lightly. We know as Christians, that God blesses us, that he gives us things, that he makes things for good. And, uh, and even that, in, in the slightest sense of inconvenience, we freak out and hold on to things. You know, it is hard. And it would have been hard for the people in the story too. They recognize, though, that God was the one giving them and providing them with those things. Mm. Uh, so, well, really, they were able to give them away because it was from God, knowing that he would continue to provide for them. Yeah. That's a really huge shift in perspective. You know, and this shift would have been much more than just an inconvenience. It would have altered the way, uh, their way of life, like really drastically at the time. Yeah, it definitely would have. Okay, so once again, just to reiterate, to wrap this up, Mm -hmm. hold everything lightly. Yeah, what has been given to us by God can be easily given back to him with joy and praise. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. <laughs> all right, a reminder, a growth tip is a way for all of us to be encouraged and lean into our growth with Jesus. Did you guys see it? I did that. I did that second part. That wasn't even a recording. That was just me. That was just No auto tune. I we loved it. <laughs> okay. I do want to do well on our promise that we, you know, said at the beginning of this season to tackle topics or open up topics rather that were given to us by campers this summer. Okay. So we're going to mm-hmm. do that along with our growth tip. So today's topic and tip will have to do with dedicating our lives to God. Yeah. So similar to what we read about in the story with people giving everything away, we want you to challenge yourself to give everything away, anything you own, money, possessions, siblings even. Just give it all away. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> yes. That, I need every audience member to hear this. And John. Emphasis on siblings. <laughs> that is not the growth tip. <laughs> what? Okay. In case you guys haven't noticed, John really likes to joke around with us. Yes, I do. It's not the growth tip. Uh, but the inspiration is still coming from the story, correct? 
Yes. Okay. So for the growth tip, just, you know, as the people held everything lightly, (laughs) I think being grateful is a really important part of that process. If we're able to recognize that God has given us those things and it's not done on our own accord or, or valor, then holding things lightly becomes easier. Yes. Awesome. Well said. So be grateful. Yes. Name one thing per day that God has provided you with, and then thank him for that throughout your day and for you know, what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in and sharing this podcast with friends and family. Remember, there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hey, you are all such wonderful people. We love you. We continually pray that you are experiencing God each day and growing in a relationship with him. If you ever feel like getting in touch, please do. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. We love a good question or comment. Indeed we do. Catch you later. Have a fantastic week. Hey, John, we are both younger brothers. Would you say it was a privilege to suffer the torment from your older brother? Nope, not at all. Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we learn that it is a privilege to suffer for Christ. That seems really backwards. Is is suffering a privilege?